0: Hello, Mad Cats, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with your host, uh, uh, me, yours truly, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Now you may notice I got some of the old school theme song going there. Was not an accident. That was on purpose. I just decided to go old school with the theme music this episode. But that that, that would be something I would do, right? to accidentally use the old theme song so I don't blame you if that was your initial thought but it wasn't it wasn't I swear it was just an idea (laughs) but welcome back I know it's been a minute since the last pod and as I mentioned on the last pod you know despite being through a lot of the uh struggles, difficult times, still kind of trying to find my groove a little bit, I'm on the right path, just not quite 100% back. And so still dealing with some of that stuff, but also really been thinking about kind of how I want to go about the pod, how often I want to do it, Um, I want to get this new video series, the Magication, Magication, so I can get y'all magicated. (laughs) But I want to get that going, too. So I'm kind of trying to organize things and get things figured out. And then a couple of weeks ago, shooting in Texas, and I recorded something after that, but it just felt, you know, quiet wasn't up to par. And then all this information's coming out about the different things, and and we can get into that later. But point being, it just wasn't working out. Just wasn't feeling right. When I'm back. We're ready to go again. Still trying to find my group, still trying to organize this all so that it, it works right for me. And uh, we'll get there. We'll get there in due time. So bear with me. Head with me, mad yeah. Anyway, got a lot of stuff to get into later, some of the serious stuff. But I'd like to say, had a pretty good week, you know? After some recent times of struggling and, you know, there was a lot going on the past couple of weeks, I had a pretty good week. Got through it all right. It was work, was busy. Very busy. <laughs> but made it through and actually had a pretty damn good Friday. Well, really, it's, it's, it's Monday for most people, but it's my Friday. You know, Monday is my Friday. And. I will say, it started off a little weird. My Friday, I wake up in a great mood on Mondays because I know that's my Friday. I get some days off after that day at work, you know? Everybody's excited on Friday. You know, you got the weekend coming. That's how I feel. Monday is my Friday. So I'm like, my weekend's coming up. This is excited. It's going to be a good day. But I had a bit of a situation, a bit of a situation with birds. I had finished up having a sig and some coffee in my car and I was taking some things to the recycling bin. <clears throat> That's right. And as I'm walking, I noticed there's quite a few of these small black, maybe may have a little blown, birds, chilling on the tops of the garages. Okay, okay. Throw the stuff in the recycling bin. I'm walking back to my car. Boom! One of these birds flies right past my soldier. And I'm like, did 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 that bird just dive on me? Wait. I stop at the car, grab my coffee, lock up the car. I'm walking back towards the apartment. Pfoon, again, another bird. And now I know oh, these motherfuckers want a piece. Now I was wearing this blight, blight. blight I was starting, starting off already with the tongue twisting and the word fumbling. Bright blue hoodie is my work hoodie because it's just one of our junk hoodies and I use it for work because when you work in a kitchen you stink like kitchen your clothes and shit so you can be wearing your good stuff on top of that that'll start stinking like kitchen too you, do? you don't want that you don't want that so I was like maybe maybe it's the color or anything like that but I swear one of these motherfuckers I don't care if they attracted to the blue or not they dyed me again I'm like. Gonna fucking just right in their fucking face kung fu their asses i was just waiting just looking for a shadow like i'm gonna try and smash one of them <laughs> not that i've got anything against birds but don't come at me like that don't try and dive at me like that don't know who you're fucking with birds i'm scared of know birds now i'll be i'll be 100% honest uh, if that was a bunch of wasps die bombing me, I'd be running and screaming like a little girl. I swear, <laughs> maybe not that far. It might be exaggerated. I don't like wasps. I Had a tragic incident. It's really not that tragic. It. I just. I was going over to a friend's house one time back in the day when they had when the Nintendo, the regular Nintendo, the first Nintendo, when that first came out. One kid on my cul-de-sac had it, but my dad would let me rent games and take them over there to play. Well, and I'd leave them there overnight because I can't play them at home, you know. And I remember we got the Jaws game, right? Everybody remember that the Jaws Nintendo game? I went to go pick it up so we could take it back to King Supers, potentially get a new game. But as I reached the neighbor's door, I, I'm, I'm like, man, my my leg it just I keep scratching it and right when i get to the door i just happen to look in my pocket and notice oh there's a wasp stinging me somehow a wasp flew in my pajama pocket while i was walking and i started fucking with him so he stung me twice twice because <laughs> wasps can do that and I was traumatized. And I was like, I think it was. Suddenly, so my friend's mom was like, Oh my goodness. Well, let's take off your pants and take a look. And I'm like, I don't have any underwear. On. Oh, okay. Well, then run home to your dad. Yeah. Dad fixed me up, took me to take Jaws back. It was a rough time. Rough time. So I'm not finding the box. If, if there's any kind of creature like on this earth that scares me because most of them don't like i'm wary like i'm not necessarily scared of a bear but i'm not gonna go fuck with a bear you know what i mean that just seems like illogic you no know, fuck with a bear a tiger and you, you're even trying to fuck with the tiger you seen that video going around where dude's fucking with a lion gets his fingers taken off that's just that's just dumbassery at its finest. So no. Have that healthy awareness of the dangerous animals. But wasps, yeah, they just scare me. Because they're little and they fly. And they don't make that bzz, 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 bzz sound like the bees do. So you can't even know they're coming. That's how one flew in my pocket without me even knowing. And then nah, Fucking wasp. I give a shit about a lot of things. But wasps? Get the fuck out of here. Wasps. <sighs> so, yeah, the, the bird situation. That was interesting to start the morning. But then the day rolled on. Work wasn't too bad. Got out at a decent time. And then I got home watched some Colorado Avalanche, that's right, who, might I say, are now on their way to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah! (sighs) So I'm going to get a little sporty for just a minute, so bear with me. The Avalanche. Been a good team for some years now. They never seem to get, you know, over the hump but they did it this year. They're in the Stanley Cup finals. Work's not done. They got to win the whole thing, but it, they just seem too damn good right now. I was telling my wife, like I've watched a lot of teams over the years as a sports fan, you know, in different playoffs, post seasons, where you just, you're watching them and you're like, oh, they look just dominant. Who, who is going to beat them? Very rarely has it happened for a team I was rooting for. I remember the year the Dallas Mavericks won the NBA championship. I had kind of clung on to the Mavericks for a few years, and it really was Dirk, Dirk Nowinski. I, did that. I loved me some Dirk, and I wanted Dirk to win his title. Get your title before you retire, man. Too many awesome players, Reggie Miller, Charles didn't get the title. I want to see this guy get his title. Dirk, he's one of the great. So I was rooting for him hardcore. And the year they won the championship, I was just through the playoffs. I remember watching him going, man, Dirk's on a fucking mission. He seems unbeatable. This team seems unstoppable. And then in the NBA finals, they play the Miami Heat in the big three, the first year of the big three, you know, when LeBron James took his talent, took, took, took his talents to South Beach. To team up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, oof. People weren't thinking Dallas was going to be able to pull that up, and they did. Dirk was relentless. And again, I've had that feeling watching plenty of other teams before. I've never felt that way since that Dallas Maverick team about a team I was rooting for. And that's how I feel about this Avalanche team. Like, even even the game. Game 4-9, like, they were down 4-2 to in the third period. Then they tied it. Then they went up one goal, (laughs) and then the Oilers tied it, and it went overtime. And then you're thinking, oh, man, it just might be the Oilers' night. And then the Avs take care of it in overtime. Like, it just, no matter what happens, they find a way to win. I mean, the Stanley Cup finals will be tough, but it's going to be tough for the other team to try and stop the Avalanche who seem to be on a mission. Particularly, it's kind of shitty that they don't have a couple of their players that had some players go out with injury um, in this Stanley Cup run, particularly Nazim Qadri. Um, Because they, they... he endured some pretty trashy stuff during the Blues series when he was going for a puck, went into the goaltender. Goaltender was injured, so, yeah, Blues players, fans, blaming Nazim Kadri Does have a little bit of a past with some dirty plays and shit. But this one, clean. It's a hockey play. It just bad shit happens sometimes. It's fucking hockey. But then there's a lot of Blues fans. That uh, sent some very disturbing, threatening shit, racist shit to Nazim on social media. He's Muslim born. And, you know, people are saying shit like hope you die in an airplane and, you know, obviously slamming the fact that he is even though he was born here in the country he's Muslim. Anyway, um, so just some awful shit, and then, yeah, threatening, like, I'm gonna watch your back, and watch, watch your every move, and shit like this, like, you get the fuck, it's funny how tough some of these dudes get on Twitter, and, and, and all the social media, People get awfully ballsy. I wonder how much of the shit they say. They would actually say to someone's face. I bet there's a small percentage. Because they're just that angry, crazy, whatever. But I think for the most part. Those dudes. Because they mostly are dudes. They ain't saying shit. To somebody's face. Fucking assholes. And now Nazim. Kadri is injured himself and is out for the rest of the playoffs. So that kind of sucks. He's going to be missed in the finals, but again, he's been out for a few games now and the Avalanche just find a way to get this shit done. So I have no doubt they'll continue to do that without Kadri, but it does suck. He's one of my favorite players to watch. So I was bummed when he got hurt, but also again, the shit he endured during the blue series was pretty fucked up. So um, it would have been nice to see him out there with the team celebrating but that's then you know that's hockey that's hockey it's sports in general fucking injuries <sighs> they are a pain in the ass okay we'll, get, we'll, we'll we'll get off the sports for now we got a little bit more sports to talk later but we'll get off of it for now it was uh been a been a good week good good friday better than last you know and uh it's funny actually I I was feeling very emotional last last week and um and because I wasn't feeling as stressed as I normally do but I was feeling you know just a little down and just kind of emotional and you ever have those random outbursts of emotion? He might just cry at a commercial or something it's happened to me i'm sure it's happened to you but i wake up and uh you know the basketball playoffs hockey playoffs they're on channels like espn tnt sometimes one of those gets left on overnight it was tnt so i woke up to ncis now i never t- pay attention to this show um I just know what it is because I'm always like, hey, it's the guy from Quantum Leap. And kids, if you don't know what Quantum Leap is, it was a TV show way back in the day. I remember watching it with my dad when I was a kid. And basically this dude would travel in time to become someone else to fix something that happened, to, 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 to right a wrong basically interesting premise it was a solid show now what's the one dude's name harry stanton dean stanton dean stand i think that's his name but he plays like the guy that runs that runs the machine or whatever that gets the quantum leap guy from place to person to person place to place whatever i just remember him because he's always got his little remote control thing for the machine and he's got his big cigar Quantum Leap. Look it up. Look it up. But I believe his name is Scott Bakula. I don't know I'm saying that right? But he is the man in Quantum Leap. He's also the man in NCIS. By so the way, this particular morning, I was paying more attention to NCIS. It was uh, this guy kidnapped Bakula. I'm just going to start <laughs> saying it like that. Kidnapped him. And then this, this mayor because his wife had, had previously passed and he didn't think uh, he thought there was a bit of a cover up to the truth ended up being right. But in the end that dude gets shot spoiler alert <laughs> It's like spoiler alert for this random MCIS episode dude gets shot and Bacala's just said just like hey he was just trying to be a good dad and I'm like Ah, I lost my shit, man. Ah, just tears to your dog. He was just trying to be a good dad. Holy shit. Just another, you know, example of <laughs> how mentally and emotionally I've just been up and down the past few months. See, that's what I'm talking that's why I said um, on the last pod, I'm doing better. I'm getting on the right path. I'm not quite 100% yet. <laughs> he was just trying to be a good guy. Okay. So, obviously, no random emotional outbursts like that this week. So, it's been a good week. It's been a good week is what I was trying to say. You know, It's been up and down lately. But I really did have a good week, a good day, a good Friday me me friday and uh yeah that's what i got for you to open this fucker up let's take a quick break and then you know let's get a little magic magicated eh? let's let's get a little magicated i was uh reading this article about this sinkhole that was discovered in china and it has this ancient forest inside with like trees that that are like over 100 feet tall uh this this for this sinkhole is like 600 feet deep so this is you know the forest parts deep down in it and this forest is is nearly 300 yards so almost three football fields and in this particular region of china with this type of what's the word i'm looking for (laughs) topography that's probably not (laughs) don't talk about what you don't know about kids um But the way that land is set up, there's these 30 of these, like 30 of these massive sinkholes in this region in China. And this is just one of them. And I brought it up because of the discussion uh, last pod about how much of the earth we haven't explored yet and what else could be out there. And here's another example. They find a massive forest, ancient forest, in the sinkhole. It is crazy that ancient plant life like i'll be interested to follow up on this and hear more about this this because you got to wonder what has that been like if that's been untouched for so long this this massive forest in this it's really crater in yet like i would love to know more about that. that feels like going into all the world you know what i mean that's crazy it's crazy. It, it, it just it blows my mind how much just on this planet that we don't know about. But that doesn't mean we don't need to study space. No, because I love the study of space. And, uh, you know, we have to study space for many reasons, but particularly now that we have this the capability to make sure we're keeping it out for, uh, you know, near-Earth objects. Because they got this uh, new system out called ADAM, the Asteroid Discovery Analysis and Mapping. That's what it's called, ADAM. And this thing is really gonna help us track asteroids and shit. And it's already tracked 100 new asteroids. And I'm like, I'm, I'm reading it, I'm like, sorry, what? 100 more well that sounds fucking terrible like we don't need 100 more of those things flying all around us and then you already and and then you read further and you see they already knew of 30,000 so what's another 100 really but 30,000 holy shit i mean i knew there was all sorts of dangerous shit in space 30,000 is a lot of shit 31,30, 30, 30, no, 30,100. Um, <laughs> my brain's still angry. But that sounds like an infestation, if you ask me. Now, what they do say, they do point out, is that the, the, the ones to be concerned about, they measure 460 feet across or more, and they come within 4.6 million miles of Earth's orbit. Well, pretty small fraction when you get down to it. But it is scary to know how much shit is flying out there in space. And because it, it just... And you got to wonder, again, because if you ask me, I've said this a million times, again, we... This 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 universe. If you ask me, it's just like fucking Star Wars. There's species abound, but humankind, because of how we are, we are the black sheep of the universe. So we don't get in on everything. But I mean, there, there's so much to explore up there, down here on Earth. I mean. I mean it's just, if you really sit and think about all the shit we bitch and gripe about every day, we argue about, you know, people make jokes but we're standing on a rock, flying through space. Yeah. I mean, that's great. But think of all the shit that's going around, on around us. I mean, whew. world's a crazy place, world's a crazy place. And it's scary too. And then speaking of some more scary shit, we got the monkey pox going. That's right. <laughs> the monkeypox. Flu symptoms, rash, legion, lesions. Not legions. legion. Legions. Have you ever seen the movie Legion? I think that's an underrated movie. God damn it, I can never remember British Dude's name. He was like so small time. He was in that movie uh, Knights Tale, one of Heath Ledger's flicks and um yeah legion and then of course he he, he became you know big time in doing vision in the avengers why can i not think of that dude's name he's on like, Bittany, paul Bitney, paul Bitney, something like that yes <laughs> anyway badass actor but legion if you've not seen it he plays like an archangel or like an, an ex-angel not archangel apologies basically it's a movie about god decided ah, oh, fuck it i'm done with human beings They're just a bunch of assholes and so he basically sends things to destroy humanity or go after this one baby that's going to save humanity i can't remember the exact story i'm sure somebody yelled at me for it but anyway and he plays this ex-angel who's going to stop it because he believes God will appreciate him saving him from making this mistake. I didn't know like, <laughs> But anyway, a lot of action. It's fun. It's fun. It's creepy. I suggest checking it out. Get really stoned. Watch you some Legion with Paul Bailey. I said it really fast cuz i'm not exactly sure what it is his last name uh, so lesions not legions as a symptom but the like the smallpox vaccines work for this and uh th- this really isn't any like it's not a new disease it, it, this thing has been around and the only reason for concern here, I guess, is how much it's spreading amongst people, amongst, amongst humans. So they find that a little bit concerning. But when it comes down to it, it spreads by really close contact. Um, this, this isn't, you know, like COVID. Um you're talking more bodily fluid types, which sounds gross, but but I don't think we need to fear another pandemic, you know. Not yeah. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> so no reason to fear the monkeypox talk out there. I, uh, You know, just, just be careful. And if someone looks like they've got lesions, not legions on their face, <laughs> a rash or anything like that, uh, and they're acting sick, stay away from them. Definitely don't touch them, you know. <laughs> and finally, a drug story. Because I read about a 22-year-old man who was arrested at an airport in North Carolina for smuggling 23 pounds of cocaine or attempting to in his wheelchair seat cushion. Now, a couple of things here. (laughs) One, when you read some of the details, they first began to get suspicious because basically they were saying, what he was saying was wrong with him was inconsistent with how he was acting. basically they were saying he wasn't acting like he really needed that wheelchair or that he was used to the wheelchair anyway like there was some suspicious shit with his activity pertaining to what he said was his medical issue dude didn't know how to act right and So that was the first sign, and I'm just like, didn't TV and movies teach us that, uh, you know, if you're gonna smuggle something when traveling, it's gotta go in your bum, yeah. You gotta lube it up, shove it right up there. Not that they won't cavity search you, but don't give them a reason to. Don't go in a wheelchair and not know how to act in a wheelchair. (laughs) Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, right up the bum. Yeah, didn't, didn't y'all know that? This guy. Wheelchair seat cushion. But I mean, he was going for it. <clears throat> Be hard-pressed to put 23 pounds of cocaine in your butt. Anyway, well, we'll take a quick break and come back for uh, more... Well no. We'll move on to sports and entertainment. I know more sports I just with Sports and entertainment world. Yes, here we go. I don't have a lot for sports. You know, I already talked. NHL, because of that, just bragging about my avalanche. But, you know, uh, elsewhere in the NHL, the Rangers are up two games to one on the Lightning. Tuesday night, game four. Really like what the Rangers are doing. They're going to be tough to beat. But, uh, oh, these teams beat each other. Uh, you know, beat each other up a little bit. So they're a little tired when they go to play that. (laughs) But it's been a great um, NHL playoffs. Same thing with the NBA playoffs. Uh, We got game four. Or no, I'm sorry, game three of the NBA finals. Boston, Golden State tied 1-1. Game three in Boston, Wednesday night, I believe. And that series has been fun. So the playoffs have been really good this year. I've been happy about that. It's one of my favorite times of the year when these two different leagues get their playoffs going, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I also wanted to bring out, because you know me, I love the pro grabs. I am gonna shit about WWE, get the fuck out of here. But CM Punk, it was good to see that he won the AEW world title, and then terrible to see that he was injured during the match, and will have to step away for a while. So that sucks for him. But it was really cool. He was pretty emotional after winning the strap, which I imagine he would be. You know, he had a long time, long time away from wrestling. And uh, I personally didn't think we'd ever see him back. And so to see him come back in the new company and, um, you know, they didn't just go and throw the title at him right away. Like he worked some good programs, put on some great matches and built his way up. So it's cool, but it also, again, sucks at the same time because he got hurt. Such a bummer. So you got wrestling, all that stuff going on. And then meanwhile, um, baseball somehow still exists. And uh, (laughs) the only reason I know that is because of the whole Tommy Pham, uh, Jock Peterson thing. So Tommy Pham of the Cincinnati Reds um went up uh, on a day they were supposed to play the angels and went to jock peterson of the angels and slapped him in the face apparently over a fantasy football dispute from not from like a couple years ago i think <laughs> and what jock peterson did i'm not going to get into details i just know the fantasy football world if you follow me you know that but the, these dudes, like, seriously, I, if you want to blame someone, blame Mike Trout, the commissioner. for are not clearly defining. You can't get mad at a dude for following the rules. Can't can't do that. Can't do, certainly can't slap him in the face. What is up with people just slapping everybody? <laughs> I don't Oh, shit. Fantasy football and baseball. Yeah, that, that's how I knew. Oh, yeah. Baseball is still, still going, huh? Still going. Oh. <laughs> uh, but in entertainment, we, uh, it, you know, I mentioned previously all the racist shit that Nazim Kadri was dealing with. And now we got more of that bullshit going on in the Star Wars world. Um, actress Moses Ingram, she's in the new upcoming Obi Wan miniseries. Have you seen the the commercials and the trailers and shit, you've seen her. She's been getting a lot of racist messaging, which is not, I guess, that surprising considering John Boyega, Kelly Marie Tran, they were getting the same sort of treatment themselves um, for being in other Star Wars. So it's, I guess there's a lot of racist fans in Star Wars, which, which is super weird to me. In a universe where there's like a dude who's basically a talking fish, Admiral Akbar, who looks like a fish. I mean, the, the, there's all these different species characters, but you really got a problem with a black woman being in the Obi Wan series. But but the hell is the I just don't get it. Oh fucking you, McGregor, Obi-Wan himself getting on social media and talking about how that shit ain't okay. And I'd like to, you know, what he said about, you're no Star Wars fan in my mind. Now that's not likely to hit everyone, but you know, it's something that's pretty powerful. That might get a few of them to think, but yeah, it's, it's beyond comprehension to me. You believe in this fantastical world with all these different species and different looking people and creatures and you don't, um, you're that racist, you know? You don't want black people in? Oh, that is pretty ridiculous if you're, <laughs> I mean, did, did, People not like, like, did these fucking people not like Lando? Get, get the fuck out of here. People upstairs making some more. But from Star Wars to, well, Dave Chappelle, was making a little news recently again, continuing to go after trans folks. I think he was, uh, was it John Mulaney? Brought him up on stage or something. I just I can't I don't realize how he doesn't realize what he's doing and that his down punching is is hurting and that his anger is misdirected I understand what he's saying when it comes to his feelings that you know essentially like hey we've been mistreated longer like we we should get you know our equality before these people. But no matter, I I mean, it's not their fault, you know. This needs, this anger shouldn't be directed at them. It should be directed at the system a system that's still fucking over black people. Really everybody, if you ask me, the damn system fucks over very few, but it's, it's the system. It, the trans community isn't screwing over the black community. There's plenty of the black community in the trans community. So that's just what I do, I, and I know there's going to be people out there that it's comedy, it's just jokes. We're getting too sensitive, blah blah blah. What I would say to that is to listen to this George Carlin clip I will play, and his thoughts about jokes on who he refers to as
1: underdogs. I would defend to the death his right to do everything he does. The thing that I that I find unusual, and it's you know it's not a criticism so much. But his targets are underdogs and comedy traditionally has picked on people in power, people who abuse their power. Uh, Women and gays and immigrants are kind of, to my way of thinking, underdogs. And, um, you know, he ought to be careful because he's Jewish. And a lot of the people who want to pick on these kind of groups, the Jews are on that list a little further. You got women, gays, gypsies, blah blah blah, and suddenly you find Jews. And, and Andrew, suddenly Andrew's arrested. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously he should do what he wants. And uh, why does he get away with it? Do you think? Then well, because we have he's, never laughed at jokes about. The well, poor. he's appealing. I think he's appealing largely. I think his core audience are young white males who are threatened by these groups. I think a lot of these guys aren't sure their manhood because that's a problem when you're going in through adolescence you know am i really am i mean, could i be i hope i'm not when of them. and the women who assert themselves and are competent are a threat to these men and so are immigrants in terms of jobs and and uh, and, and the so sort that's of why we as an audience then will laugh I, you say we i don't think you are I mean, no, no. but i, I mean think you're that, we. i think that's what what is at the core of that experience that takes place in these arenas there's a certain, uh, uh, you know, a, a sharing of, of uh, anger and rage at, at, these, at these targets. And I'm sure Andrew isn't that angry at them. I'm sure he's playing it as a comic.
0: And, I mean, you heard it. I don't disagree. And this is Carlin. This isn't even someone that the right would look at. And, I mean, they quote him half the damn time. It may make him turn over in his grave, but this is this is this is a guy who gives no fucks. George Carlin, who's arrested for saying shit he wasn't supposed to say on TV. Like this dude was ahead of his time, and he's speaking sense here. But sense seems to be lost on some. I mean, have we all lost it a little <laughs> at, at this point? Maybe. Maybe but I, found, I I really think we lost our minds with this new top gun shit i mean i can't i can't say anything i haven 't seen it, but i i just I'm, i didn't care about the first one i don 't i 'm over Tom Cruise, he just looks the same, acts the same, does the same shit he's got that sick sadistic Scientology. Smile. I just don't like it. Get him out of my life. Take all his movies, Mission Impossible, take it all. <laughs> I just don't, I... It's getting great reviews. People love this shit. I don't get it. There's nothing I, about it that I makes me wanna go see it. Nothing at all. Makes me want to even give a shit about this film. And yet people are loving it. It's crazy. It's crazy. I do, what do you... People, Tom Cruise has put a spell on you. <laughs> and I did also want to bring up, uh, let's push Tom Cruise to the side. I don't give a shit about him. Something really actually interesting. Um, there's a new season of The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And uh, if you haven't watched any of this, it's on Science Channel. It's, it's really good. It might be on Discovery and then they just play it on Sci. Anyway, very good show. Um where they got a group of scientists actually looking into some of the strangeness on the Skinwalker Ranch and actually coming up with viable evidence. And it's, I think it's season three, but um I'm not gonna get a lot into it. I just highly suggest you people go check it out and remind you again why Skinwalker Ranch is so fascinating, really, because this ranch, originally owned by a couple but then they sold it to another couple who experienced reported experiencing all sorts sorts of crazy shit strange phenomena like cattle mutilations things in the sky um they saw a large wolf-like creature um there was an event where a bunch of cattle were like crammed into this like like, trailer-type thing. It's just odd shit. And in 1996, Robert Bigelow, unanimous with the UFO commu- community, unanimous. <laughs> Sometimes I use words, and I'm not sure if I use them correctly. <laughs> but Robert Bigelow created NIDS, um, National Institute for Discovery Sciences. And he wanted to use the group to investigate the, the ranch. It's also believed the government was involved, all this crazy shit. But during that time, there's many strange experiences again by credible researchers. Um, and again, we're going UAPs, cattle mutilations, there was orbs. Um, one scientist, and again, this is a scientist, a credible individual, spoke of a portal event where he saw a portal open in the air and a creature come out of it. Now, unless he was on hallucinogenics, I'm believing the scientist. I'm just just saying. Just saying. I'm, that's a credible motherfucker. Unless he was hallucinating, he saw some crazy shit and um there's a good documentary i'm not even sure what it's called but it's by crazy ass jeremy corbell but it's a solid documentary about skinwalker um and a lot of good stories and stuff like that in there so i also suggest checking that out but now it's owned by this guy brandon It's like a real estate mogul and uh He's the one that okayed for the whole uh, show, Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And he's the one that's got the, the team of scientists there looking into this stuff. So really good shit. Check it out. Look into Skinwalker Ranch. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. I love the idea of portals. I'm struck by it. I find it so fascinating. Because to me, we, we know there's more to reality than, than, than what we see. And, and this idea of, of portals, it, like wormholes, it's, it, it's not even that far-fetched. As a matter of fact, a decade ago, NASA confirmed that the, there was this University of Iowa uh, plasma physicist, Jack Scudder, Jack Scudder, but he discovered regions in the Earth's magnetic field that connect directly to the sun's magnetic field. 93 million miles away and these portals like open and close and while open portals can transfer back and forth okay. and it just blows your mind but it you know with more education you know we can maybe learn to understand where else do we look for you know these kind of doorways these kinds of portals and you know Will that lead to potential, you know, teleportation in the future? I mean, that'd be sick as hell. We could just tell. I would love it if I could just teleport to Wendy's right now and me some Wendy's breakfast. Teleport right back. <laughs> that'd be sick as fuck. Sick, sick. As the kids like to say, or used to like to say. Do the kids sit, stay, still say "sick"? Still, do they still say "sick"? Sick, fuck. Perhaps they do, perhaps they do not. But I think it's time to teleport the fuck out of here. So let's take a quick break and then we'll close up this teapot. That's right. Let's close out this fucking pod, as we should, and discuss some of the craziness and serious shit that has gone on since we last potted. Now there's a lot to be angry about, right? There's a lot to be angry about right now. Gas prices, baby formula, all sorts of fucked up shit going on around the world. Feels like democracy's under fire fascism is rising it's scary but specifically in this country and as of recent a lot lot to be angry about people are continually getting killed with guns here there's more mass shootings last weekend more mass shootings this weekend people just dying at parties hospitals even including kids, obviously, as in Uvalde, Texas. So, Just right there. A lot to be angry about. 18-year-olds being able to buy these fucking weapons. We can be angry about that. The people on social media, you know, who immediately blame the border uh, or going as far as GOP rep Paul Gosser calling the shooter a transsexual leftist illegal immigrant. See people saying gun control isn't needed. Can be angry about that, especially when they're saying shit like we need more guns, which according to many, like arming teachers and whatnot. Or we need more God. According to you know a, one of our good old Marjorie, one of our favorites, and by the way, there's a lot of that. The whole God, would, what happened to freedom of religion for the people? I swear, they, the right are about as hypocritical a group as I've ever. I mean, you can get into the whole discussion of pro-life, and and, and because they clearly are going to push that abortion thing. But then once the child's born, they don't give a fuck. So they're really not that pro-life. And with this whole, like, protect the second amendment, they don't seem to care about voting rights. They don't seem to care about women's rights. They care so much about gun rights, but they don't care about it. And here's another example, freedom of religion. It's a constitutional right to have freedom of religion. So you can't push your Christian bullshit on us. So you can't sit there and go, We need more God. Go get the fuck out of here. Don't push your God on me. Fuck that. We need more God. I'm pretty sure if you look at it, more people have been killed in the name of religion than anything else. <laughs> just just saying, putting it out there. So you can go like her. Or you can be like Ted Cruz, uh, you know. who just says we need less doors. We need, we need less doors on schools everywhere. <laughs> less doors. Less places to escape from if there is a fire. But you are correct. Mr. Asshole Ted Cruz, you fucking idiot. You, you are correct. They would have a tougher time getting into school with less doors. Or Laura Ingraham, who's out there posing the question, if it's legalized weed that's doing this to her. Are you kidding me? These fucking people are so desperate. You're going after weed now? Nobody's buying it. The jokes on social media after that were insane. Like... That stoners only be getting violent with the Dorito bag, you know. But smoke some weed, Laura, and and, and then tell me exactly how violent you feel. Not happening. What did she say? The pot psychosis violence. Some stupid shit. I mean, I just, as Warriors coach, Steve Kerr stated, he stated this, uh, not exactly this, but he was basically saying we have politicians who refuse to vote on even a simple background check uh, for guns and they just want to keep their power because they're paid off by these gun lobbyists. And it just all makes you angry. And then, oh, don't let me forget the people screaming mental health. We need mental health. God, yes, blah, blah, blah. Don't get me wrong. Mental health would be part of it. It's just why we want fucking background checks. I do what What? Oh, my God. Why do, why do you think we want background checks? You fuck faces. I just, oh, oh, oh. Now, I don't know how much Buffalo was mental health. That shooting was a fucking hate crime. That dude could have been a little fucked in the head. But that sure was a hate crime, thanks in part to Tucker the fucker Carlson. Because Fox News, oh yeah, who won't be covering the January 6th ca- hearings, they're not going to cover it, really? Because it's against their their God, the Trump. They're not going to cover it. They can't cover any. Anything negative so you're just not gonna show <laughs> like oh Fox News Okay right Tucker the fucker spreading the BS great replacement theory on Fox News Yeah so maybe that dude was fucked up in the head but he was also manipulated And he also had hate in his heart. And then there's the, uh, you know, gun laws don't work crowd. And while I disagree, I think they do have a smidge of a point in one aspect and that is we might be at a point in this country we're too far gone for them to have the desired effect we want them to have. But that doesn't mean they won't be effective. Maybe not as effective as we had once hoped, but they would still be effective. It reminds me of the mass debate. You know, the people who asked, actually, you still get it, but doing that stuff. Yeah, I know, reduces the chances. And if I do, it's gonna make it better. A seatbelt will not guarantee you 100% you'll survive a car crash, but it's gonna give you a lot better chance. So, gun laws, focusing on gun control, gun safety. Will that stop the shootings? No. Will it help? Yeah. I just don't get it. Yes, bad guys will still find ways to get guns, no matter the laws. But every everything helps. And let's not forget this particular shooter it was an 18-year-old who bought them legally. And the point is we should be angry about all of this. It's only a normal thing, these mass shootings here in the United States of America. And I'm not gonna lie, that's exactly what my kids do online school. I mean, my anxiety is bad enough. I I would have such a hard time getting through every day, worrying about my damn kids. I don't need that worry. No parents should have to have that worry. That someday their kids might not make it home from school. And there's a very large percentage of the population, gun freaks, that uh, just think, hey, we have to just accept that this is our country. It comes, it's the price of freedom. That's just sometimes a school is going to get shot up what fucking assholes that because and all in the name of guns to fight tyranny should it happen and and might i add these are the same assholes that were and i saw one of these people driving home the other day from work i saw it i should have got a picture but you got the thin blue line and the don't tread on me very contradictory right like these fucking idiots oh my goodness And just so you know, all your training, because I've seen these guys in their training videos and their fatigues, and I don't even understand how they, how they, is there a big and tall store for, like, military fatigues? Because a lot of these assholes that are, like, waiting for the next Civil War and training for it, like, they could probably run about 20 feet before having to stop, like, maybe 20 (laughs) feet. I don't know how they found the bulletproof vest to fit. Like, anyway. Yeah, a lot of people just uh, seem to feel we should just live with that. Caring more about guns than kids' lives. Because, again, those guns ain't gonna do shit. Like, I could see if people ever tried to rise against our government, they could just like essentially blow up one state and be like, anybody else wanna fuck around? Huh? Huh? (laughs) I just, uh, it's a sad thing for any parent to have to worry about in this day and age, sending their kids to school, I just. And all that being said, I I want to address one of the core issues here and that's hate. We don't know why the shooter in Texas hated those kids. Makes no sense to me. We do know in the, sh- the shooter in Buffalo just simply hated Black people. And see that whole fear of the other, like the great replacement theory that whites are being replaced by Blacks, minorities, et cetera. That Buffalo shooter had hate in his heart. And again, maybe he was also mentally unwell. But he had hate in his heart, and he was manipulated by people like Tucker the fucker, who were profiting off this shit. He was being manipulated that him and his kind were being replaced, and he needed to do something about it. I also saw this video of these two guys. They're driving down a road in a truck and talking about how they're going to go get targets and hunt LGBTQ plus people and supporters. You're a supporter of LGBTQ plus, you better watch yourself. We're hunting you down. Like now, I just don't understand the hate. You hate them that much for being that different? But of course, there's a lot of bullshit out there that you know the narrative being pushed by that side is that. Trans is a bad thing. They're going to do something wrong to the kids and all this and that. And so these pe- dudes, like these dudes in this truck, I think it's funny to just laugh and sit there and talk about hunting down and killing people, mind you, human beings. I'd love to see these fuck faces in person too, because I know they think a lot of these. Liberal leftists, and again, I hate the fucking labels, hate the labels, but hey, in this day and age, that's the way it's going. Division, of course, my morals align more with the lefties and the liberals. And I know you probably think a bunch of them are just soft. But I guarantee you, there's plenty of crazy ones, just like me, out there and they'd have no qualms about ending your days of hunting. Okay. And I'm not saying anything crazy. Just talking, breaking arms. (laughs) But seriously, we're fucking assholes. What assholes? But this hate, this hate's always been here. Racism and the Prejudice. You know, I was listening to one of the shows I really like. I mentioned before, Dan Levitard, show with Stu Gotts. It's a great podcast. And he has the uh, filmmaker Billy Corbin on occasionally. And he's speaking how racism and hate just kind of lie dormant, right? For years. And then the Obama administration basically broke those people it broke their fucking minds because the the, oh my god a black man is in office so when it came to trump this idea was ever so enticing i mean he was one of the ones that was so pissed off obama was in there in the first place i mean look at all the the just the lame shit like destroying michelle obama's garden at the white house like just petty shit like that and and continued to flame the fires of ignorance for his entire presidency. And then conspiracy theories get concocted. And because it's our country and it costs so much money to go to fucking college and get educated. we got a lot of uneducated motherfuckers running around believing crazy ass conspiracy theories. It's just... Mm. And what used to be extreme ideals, they're now becoming more mainstream, all off Fox News. And it's it's a powerful movement, this fascist type behavior. It it's it's scary. It really makes me feel like leaving the country. I can't lie. We do have some hope though. I mean There's a lot of infighting amongst the right. Some of Trump's endorsements are failing. Uh, DeSantis is really looking to make himself a name in in the 2024 race. Madison Cawthorn is vowing vengeance from dark MAGA, the dark MAGA, the dark MAGA crowd. Oh, Jesus Christ. And there's also... January 6th committee presenting new evidence that's really supposed to be good. So let's see. We've got hearings coming up, which, like I said, Fox News. <laughs> so yeah, maybe there's some hope. I mean, the vile aspects of our society and its bearers, have grown, grown really strong recently. It just... But there are kinks in the armor. And, you know... Yes, people screaming, something must be done. Yeah, right. And we're right to be so angry about not enough being done. Especially because in the end, it's this fight is more than just what happened to those kids in Texas or those Black folks in Buffalo. It's about the future. It's about The crumbling of the fabric of our society. Or being different isn't is back to you know, not so easy. I guess it's never been truly easy, right? This is about women's rights, trans rights, everybody's rights, equality what this fucking country was founded on. And again, now there's a crumbling of that fabric of our society. And it's, it's continuing at a rapid pace. And as much as I hope the aliens have, uh, you know, some sort of intervention plan as I often joke about. I worry that my black sheep theory is a little too much on point. And that even they feel hopeless and helpless to stop us from destroying ourselves. But, but I will say this. We really must continue to hope. I don't want to end on a downer, but I don't want to transition into something funny. So I'm going to say hope. We must continue to hope. Because it really is a beacon in the darkness. It feels really dark right now let's hang on just maybe we'll get through it hang on to that hope that's right all right madcaps that is all i got for you tonight, today. Tonight. this week hope you enjoyed the pie thank you for joining me i appreciate it thank you so much hope you enjoyed this and uh we'll see you back here next week that's right that's right Until then, on Survive. to be It's the way to